Hello, this is Hope, and you're listening to Covert Castaway. Welcome to my weekly diary of what I learn and how I cope with transitioning to life as a liveaboard cruiser. Finally, there's a boat sighting. This week, my husband catches me up on what's going on at the factory as the boat comes out and what we can expect when we try to shop and commission for a boat in France. Who says good things are worth the wait? I want to meet that person. I think getting a boat is often a true test of patience, and that is certainly true in my case. I decided to record our call when my husband discusses the next steps on the boat handover to the commissioning agent and what will happen next as the boat gets transported to the port of La Rochelle. He also shares the people he's met at the boatyard and some of the cultural differences that we need to be ready for. Okay, well, um, I'm excited to talk to you because I'm dying to know what happened with the boat. I am, you flew to France, you landed okay, you had a safe flight. Um, so what happened? Was it love at first sight or what? Uh, well, first it was a surprise because, well, I mean, not a full surprise because we were going to the factory to see the boat, but I didn't know where the boat would be in the factory. And um, so we got into the building, got a top floor, and we're having a little coffee. And there is a sauna 47 right there parked outside the window. And, uh, and you know, they have Davids, like arrows. So I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then they're loading the cushions, but I couldn't tell you anyway what cushions we picked. So yeah. uh, that was not a clue for me. And kind of forgot about it because Batiste thought that was like maybe hull 120, 121. So anyway, we start going to, we exit the offices to go in the factory. We walk by, totally forgot about it. But Batiste picked and he's like, hey, that's that's your boat. That's 122 right there. And so that was like oh, no way. kind of cool because I was like, oh, wow. And um, so, yeah, it's it's huge. Because uh, well, first it's a big boat, and yeah. um, but also it's outside the water, so it makes it like you know, double <laughs> huge. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Then um, yeah, I couldn't go inside. Uh, you're not allowed to. Uh, so it was just kind of like touching the boat, and be like hey, <laughs> and then uh, take a picture or two. And after that, that was uh, that was kind of it. Then we started to go inside the yeah. factory for the tour. Okay, so just to back up, the dealer had planned to take you on a tour of the manufacturing facility, which we've already seen together anyway, but it, w- it was just his effort to kind of sh- maybe get you inside to see where the boat was in terms of getting ready to exit. And then what happened is the boat was right there exiting the factory that very same day, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah so. and they were moving it too. So that was like a little nerve-wracking. Oh, uh, to see the boat. <laughs> yeah, was at it? first it was just standing there and people were around it and, and suddenly they started moving it. And and I would say like you get nervous. I mean, the boat is not very high above the ground. I mean, that's scary because you're like, oh. And also at one point I felt like he moved. And wait, I didn't feel. it just literally moved. But I think the guy literally like repositioned the boat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's on like, like a trailer or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
so I mean, they obviously know what they're doing, and and but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a coincidence. So that's really awesome. And then you yeah. sent pictures, which is cool. Um, he, it does look really big when it's not in the water. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> what the only thing I could think about when you sent me the pictures was the fact that we have to actually clean underneath. We have to clean the hole. <laughs> that's what I kept looking at. Like, wow, that's yeah. a lot of boat to clean. And it, that was one thing because they put in the swimming pool when it exits the factory and they mm -hmm. test the engines and a couple of other things. They also like make it rain on top of the boat. For, like, oh, they do. For yeah, because that's what we uh, talked about in the handover checklist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to check for any leaks inside. And, and so so the, the swimming pool is not clean water. So so it's it's it was like a little dirty on, mm. on the side. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of dust and stuff from the yeah. manufacturing floor. So then Baptiste is the guy on the ground for our dealer who's sort of organizing things. Is he pretty cool or what? Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I mean, first, I would say for people who are listening to this podcast and, and are considering to buy a boat, you know, outside, I mean, depending where they are from, but let's mm -hmm. say they're in the US and they want to buy a boat in France or anywhere else, I guess, like, you know, to have somebody on the ground from your dealer is huge. Yeah, that's huge, because he's really there to to help you through the process. And from from day one, he'll, he'll be like, you know, I'm going to explain everything to you. I'll spend time with you. Um, and what I learned, I mean, I don't know exactly how the other dealers do it, but I learned a few things. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's it's definitely not common to have somebody on site year round. Mm -hmm. uh, some other dealers like Multiol Solutions, from what I understood, they kind of group their boats over a period of time, like spring, summer, I think. And then they have people on the ground. They send people over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so I think it's important because it's going to make, I mean, it's the beginning of the process, but it's going to make a big difference for anybody. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be problems, right? I think it's a matter of having someone to work with to kind of work through. Yeah, and on top of it, I mean, I speak the language, so that will also be helpful. But on top of that, you know, if you don't speak the language and you don't have somebody local, I mean, I would say that's that should be one of your criteria when you mm -hmm. select um, when you select uh, a dealer, yeah. unless the boat gets shipped um, to wherever you are. And the, you basically take, you know, delivery of the boat, uh, you know, locally. Mm -hmm. And and in this case, you know, it doesn't doesn't apply. But and, you know, what what we learn is everything that can be done, you know, uh, in La Rochelle. Like, well, no, you can do obviously commissioning outside, but everything that can be checked here, it's it's better because mm -hmm. you're going to find issues, and that's your best shot to get them resolved. Uh, mm -hmm. in from a timely manner and the right way because all mm -hmm. the people are there. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's awesome and um, kind of asking even non-selling questions, uh, you know, what uh, supermarket to go to and what, you know, all kind of stuff he told me. like. Just, oh, he knew the area too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he knows the area. So instead of me, like, you know, wasting time, he just 
drives me and he has like a car from the company and and he's been picking me up driving me around showing me things around so so yeah that's he's, he's awesome he's very very customer oriented okay. and he wants to make sure that uh, the person has a great experience and everything is done the proper way so so he's even offered me to um uh, to drive me the day the boat is going to be transported the, I that's think the so cool because yeah, I was trying to figure out how are you going to take pictures and drive at the same time. So that solves that problem. Uh, well, yeah, I would have put a GoPro somewhere in the car, but uh, here, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll be a, a lot more free uh, to look at the process and listen to him explain stuff. So, so now that's that's that makes the experience uh, totally different. Cool. So, what happens uh, when they transport it? In there's some kind of inspection or something that happens, and then they transport it to the port. So, can you explain the process? Yeah, yeah. So, again, um, what I'm going to describe is specific to ACY delivery mm-hmm. um, reception of the boat. Every even if you if, even other dealers working with Uchimara have a different follow a different process, uh, but. Uchimara seems to like that process. He, uh, Pierre says he gets higher quality boats um, in La Rochelle. So the, the, the way the process was before, and they changed in December, so I didn't know that, but before, uh, Fontaine Peugeot will transport the boat from the factory to the port of La Rochelle. And at that point in time, there was kind of a dual effort. There was Fontaine Peugeot putting the mast up, um, also basically doing touch-ups on the boat. So kind of finishing up the overall quality of the boat. And and Pierre from Uchimara was doing the inspection. So they were kind of working there together, but also Uchimara is responsible, for example, to do the bottom plate or something. Uh, well, let, let me step back because I was describing the, the process before. So they were putting the mast up. Fontaine Peugeot was very focused on like basically getting the boat into the water and fixing the cosmetic stuff uh, that they couldn't fix at the factory. And, and before, so Pierre from Uchimara will go to the factory before the transport uh, in the case that you would not do the, the default bottom paint from FP and he will go do the bottom paint over there. So that was the process before. Now in December, they changed their process and they seem to like it better. So the way it works is when the boat uh, is done at Fontaine Peugeot, Pierre from Uchimara goes to the uh, factory and basically takes like half a day, uh, I don't know, two, three hours or something, but close to half a day to go through his checklist. And, and then he gives to Fontaine Peugeot, while the boat is still in the factory, he gives all the things that he wants Fontaine Peugeot to get fixed. They have five business days to get all these issues resolved. And after that, then the transport happens. So it seems to be, listening to, uh, to them, it seems to be working well. Fontaine Peugeot has all the people on site over there and they seem to resolve all those issues. Then the boat gets transported, and that point in time, now um, ACY uh, ACY slash Uchimara is basically responsible for the boat. So now Uchimara will put the mast up, um, they will do the bottom paint, they will add the line cutters, everything that is basically uh, below the waterline, anything above. um, And this is before the boat goes in the water. Yeah, that's before. But okay. basically, Fontaine Peugeot is done 
like basically they are done after they um pass they the inspection, they pass yeah. the inspection and, and then the boat gets transported obviously if there is something that it was missed as the inspection or for some reason that was not fixed obviously they will you know send somebody and get it resolved but the boat is now leaving the factory being being kind of like the way it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. not you know with still some defects that get lingering issues that follow the boat into the hands of the commissioning agent yeah and bef and then before there were two people kind of where they were working on the boat and then i guess fontaine Peugeot, from what i've always heard they are kind of trying to get the boat into the water there is kind of this rush process and, mm -hmm. and now it's basically the boat gets transported and at that point in time uh, acy slash uchimara have control of the boat and they're going to do all the things they need to do from the mast to basically the keel uh, before the boat is being put into the water. So once they've done everything they need to do under the water, like bottom paint, line cutters, props and stuff like this, uh, propellers, um, and the mast is up and all the rigging is done, uh, then obviously there will be um, uh, the lift and they will put the boat in, in the bas basin. I don't know how you call it in English, a bassin. And, um, and the boat will stay there about, about a week, a week to 10 days. So they will start the commissioning, well, they already started the commissioning process outside the water, but once the boat is in the water in that, in that area close to the, uh, the lift, uh, then they continue the process. Uh, and I don't know why the boat stays seven to 10 days there. It's probably availability of the docks on the other side. Yeah. And also when the, the, because they're in an enclosed area. So there is a bridge and the bridge, I don't know how many times a day or a week, uh, gets lifted and then a bunch of boats go out. So the process will continue for seven to 10 days in that area. And then it will go, um, kind of to the, to the marina. And nowadays, there are, when we went there in July 2018, it was, it was done in a separate area. But now it's very convenient for Uchimara because literally the docks where the boat goes to for the remaining steps of the commissioning or like across from the store. Oh, right across. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the first step is like behind their store and then the next step is like in front of it. So it's, it's very, very local. And um, so that's, that's, that's the process that applies to ACY slash Uchimara mm -hmm. uh, for multi-hulls uh, solutions that works also for Uchimara. They have a different process and then other dealers, I don't know. Mm. So now the transport process is also an adventure, right? So uh, La Rochelle itself and the surrounding area are these teeny tiny little roads that were built, I don't know, a zillion years ago with um, buildings that are really close together. Mm -hmm. So as the crow flies, you know, the distance is only 30 minutes, I think. I think we took a taxi from the manufacturing facility to La Rochelle Port and it was at 30 minutes or 35 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. After you actually caught the taxi, which is an, another another story. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so, so describe how the boat actually gets to the port. So my understanding, um, I think uh, they, they typically do the transport in the morning. That's what I understood. And they, I think they have, I'm not sure if they have two trucks or not. But I think they do. I think they do. That's what I understood. So depending 
So let's say next week, I'm still waiting for exact date uh, for next week, but it, it should be Thursday. Um, my understanding there is be, there will be basically two trucks. And, and so depending if your boat is the first one or the second one, you know, it might take like a 30 minutes to 45 minutes for, to wait until, you know, the first boat gets loaded and leaves. Um, if not, then you're like the first boat to go. And, and so once you leave, as I understand it, and I'll know more next week, uh, because I would have gone through it, but yeah, they, they don't take the straight line to go to the port of La Rochelle, um, probably to avoid uh, traffic, uh, probably because there are some constraints about height, width. Um, already the videos I've seen before, uh, it gets into pretty, pretty narrow <laughs> kind of areas. Uh, and I see tonight when I was coming back from the grocery store, I mean, I was following Google Maps and I was thankful for it because I was like, where is it? driving me like it's so just small roads and, and um yeah roads they're so tiny tall. roads a lot of like you know roundabouts like you know the weird you know i don't know so they have to take an extended route that takes about two hours plus mm -hmm. from what i understand and then the the trailer that the boat is on has hydraulic lifts so it can tilt the boat which is a little bizarre to fit through these little narrow streets right yeah, so it can do, it can raise the boat um, if there's something low to the ground that um, that you have to go above. It can lower the boat if you go under a bridge uh, to bring the keels pretty, pretty low to the oh, ground. Wow. And and then if it's like too narrow for the width of the boat, then they have to incline it um, so the boat can go through. And then from what I've seen, they have some kind of a two cars in front of it and, and, and one behind it. And they must be communicating with the, the truck driver. I'm kind of uh, glad I'm not there to see all that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little uh, stressful. So, um, but that's what they do all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll learn more about that next week. So I'm excited mm -hmm. about that. And then, so uh, how's the shopping? We've been going back and forth debating on whether we buy a bunch of stuff in the States and how we get it over and do we get a, a crate and do we put it in our luggage? Mm -hmm. you know, you've been there, you have a car. Uh, what are the stores like in La Rochelle in terms of provisioning, not just boat things, because I would imagine there's a lot of boat shops out there, but just mm -hmm. regular appliances and, and normal you know, living goods. Yeah, well, for boat stuff, obviously everything is local, so you don't need a car. And from what I've heard, um, you can basically open an account in those major stores, and you don't have to pay every time. They just you just pick up stuff, and and I guess when you're about to leave, you pay the bill. And what I understood is at least from one store, there's this agreement with Uchimata, you open an account, and then you don't pay the VAT. Um, so that's Because it lives with the convenient. boat. It's, it's considered part of the export. Yes, yes. So I'll, I'll know more when I go open an account and talk to those guys, but that's pretty nice. I didn't know that we would not have to pay the, the VAT for, from those stores. So, so that's, that's pretty cool. So this is pretty, pretty easy, um, I would say. Um, for the other stores, uh, for non-boat related stuff, 
you need a car. Uh, it's not very far. It's like uh, 15, 10, 15 minutes, but uh, it's a little bit outside, you know, town. Mm-hmm. So, so like today, so I went to like Decathlon. Um, so it's a uh, sports goods. Decathlon. Uh, yeah. Decathlon. Yeah. It's, um, I was quite surprised. The, um, uh, the prices are really good. And, and I know the quality, it basically, I would say it's kind of like a, I mean, it's not Costco, but you know, you go shopping at Costco and, and you feel pretty good about the quality, like the Costco products. I mean, you're going to buy those because you feel good about the quality and the price. And, and so for Decathlon, they, they really do a good job. So they have all kinds of sporting goods and, um, yeah, and a, a good quality and high you know, high quality stuff and it's all over Europe. So, so is could, it, it's sort of like sports basement. Yeah. It would be like kind of sports basement, but it's, I would say it's a little bit better because uh, sports basement in the U S like they don't have their brand for like any technical stuff. For What about like uh, linens and, and silverware and stuff like that? I mean, they don't have that kind of thing. It's more sporting goods, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all sporting goods for all any sports you can think about. Uh, obviously, the the local stores. I mean, like. So, what yeah. about home goods? Like, you know, what is there? IKEA's uh, two hours away, though. That's not very close. What other things? Oh, are there yeah. No. So, so you have a store. So, first, for um, you have something called Carrefour. And um, they have a lot of stuff like appliances, TVs. Uh, so they have like a section about food. Yeah, if I uh, recall, was, Carrefour reminded me of like a Target. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And um, so you can find a lot of stuff at Carrefour and you could equip, you know, buy a lot of, uh, yeah, anything like plates and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously food. Um so that's, you have that. Um, there is also, I went to Le Roi Merlin, kind of, uh, I would say it's like a Home Depot in the U.S. Um, What's it called again? Le Roi Merlin. Uh, so Leroy Merlin. Okay. <laughs> um, they have everything just like, like Home Depot in the U.S. So I bought, um, and price is also pretty good to me like even paying the vat it's uh it's uh i've been surprised so i bought some tools they yeah, have tools people helpful have. yeah i mean yeah. i suppose you can get all that stuff uh in the chandlery on la rochelle port too if uh, you- well for example like what i bought is uh some um like power tools but battery powered you know uh, power tools so i I don't know if you will find this because it's not really specific to specific, boats. Yeah. yeah. So for this type of stuff, and also they have, you know, you were talking about IKEA. They have some stuff to, um, I don't know, like uh, to organize, you know, your kitchen, your cabinets, yeah. and stuff like this. So, so you have, you know, you have this type of stuff that you will find at IKEA. Yeah, um, well, that's what Home Depot is good for too yeah i get it yeah so that's been your adventure so far in La yeah well another thing about that people need to be aware of because um these all the stores are going to be closed on sundays um so that's something to keep in mind uh, except like obviously restaurant type stuff 
the like Carrefour was closing at nine o'clock, but like Decathlon uh, was closing at uh, eight o'clock. So it's Monday to to Sunday, but in Monday to sorry to Saturday, but Sunday all the stores are closed. Now, if also another thing, if you need to go to a bank, well, banks are closed uh, on Sundays, but also on Mondays. So that's another another thing to uh, <laughs> to keep in mind. And anything around uh, La Rochelle on the port, um, they are going to be closed on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so, and, and they're going to take lunch from 12 to 2. So you just have to keep in mind when you need... European hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't come like right before noon because people yeah. will will prioritize their lunch over you know, help. <laughs> <laughs> so those are like little things to keep in mind. Yeah. Did you forget about them being away? From yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was like, okay, I need to make sure I buy food today because uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. My fridge is almost empty. And, and then, you know, so you just have to uh, get used to it because in the U S you don't ever think about that type yeah. of stuff. So. Oh, is it cold? I see that rain is coming, which is not good, uh, but it's coming on Tuesday and it's going to rain all the way to Monday next week. Mm. So it's not good because for the bottom paint, then, you know, you don't want the rain to, uh, I mean, what I've seen them do, they put some tape on the side of the hole at some angles and it's kind of interesting, uh, but obviously it will be better. Um, uh, if it was not raining, I mean, it's, it's well, not... on the bright side, I guess they, they can test it for leaks. So <laughs> yeah, for that, for that, but yeah, for the bottom paint, that's not great. So, so we'll see how they work that out. Okay, honey. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to catch up on all this. It sounds like it's going to be an exciting week next week. And I know you're doing a lot of stuff ahead of time. I think one of the things we're still trying to sort out is who actually puts the stickers on the boat. Um, that's been yeah. drama. But, well, no, I mean, yes and no. I think uh, they have two companies doing this here. So I think uh, that's, that will get done. We just, because of boats, it's going to be flagged in the BVI. They have specific requirements. So mm -hmm. we're trying to understand their requirements to make sure we're doing it right. But other than that, they have two companies. Um, and one, they don't speak English. Uh, and you kind of more come with your graphics and then, you know, they print it. And, uh, and another one, it's a person that used to work at this company and uh, has her own basically a uh, little shop and she speaks English and she's more kind of um, tuned to helping, you know, helping the, the person one-on-one -on -one type, type, type thing. So if you need something done and you don't speak French, then, you know, you need to work with her. And, and if you already have everything figured out about your graphics, then you can work with this company and then they'll print right there uh, wow. your graphics. So. And the other thing we still have to do is uh, talk to the people about the cockpit tent and the... Um, the Flexitech? Flexitech, yeah. yeah. Flexitech, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, I'll... Um, I'll, um, I was going to go last week, but Batista knows um, the person from uh, Christophe from Voila Klein. Uh, so he said, um, uh, let me introduce you to him. Oh, cool. Uh, so so that, that'll be best. And do we know when the tender arrives? Uh, it's supposedly, so I need to look for uh, the transport and see if we can track the, the, the tanker, whatever the ship that the, the tender is on. 
because he was going from New Zealand to Colombia and Colombia to Hamburg, Germany, and then he will go by truck to okay. uh, Hamburg, Germany to La Rochelle. So the estimated arrival date is March 27. And so we definitely have to hope it's going to happen on the 27th because we're leaving on the 28th in the morning. Yikes. So yeah. If it doesn't happen, then I know Chimara will take care of it. And, you know, but it will obviously be a nicer if we can uh, take care of that and yeah. put the outboard, you know, maybe inside the boat for now. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for the update. I'm excited to uh, see how things unfold. Yeah, uh, me too. Week by week, I think things are going to uh, develop and I'll maybe uh, we'll do another like, catch-up in a week and we'll see uh, what has been done and if the boat arrives safely. Join me next week when we get the full story on how the transport went and what his thoughts were when he saw a bunch of holes drilled into the boat that we were not expecting. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now.